This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in term supply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now what? Good evening all, uh, how you doing? We're going to talk about Ray and Roy at the Vic, uh, get your thoughts on that. I can see early doors that Pidge is with us, so uh, let's bring you in. Good evening, Pidge, how are you mate? All good? All good mate, yeah, yeah, all fine mate. So, a few days in after the announcement, what do you make of it all so far? Yeah, yeah, it's looking very positive mate, I'm very confident that we've got a good chance of um, staying up. I think if we can galvanise the squad and... Certainly when Saar comes back, get in play. And then, uh, yeah, yeah, I think we've got a very good chance. Yeah, I think when I first initially heard the news, I was a bit kind of like, oh, really? But I think he's impressed with um, his interview so far and everything else. I think it's um, going to be quite exciting, actually. I'm, I'm really looking forward to the game against Burnley now. I didn't think I'd say that. Well, yeah, so am I, mate. I think, uh, you know, Roy's in the... You know, with all his vast experience and well over, was it 1,300 games, has proved that he can get teams playing, certainly from the back going forward as well, up to the forward line. And especially at Palace, he galvanised players, say, um, Wilfried Zaha. So if we can do that again, um, keep us tight at the back, uh, keep clean sheets, we've got a very good chance. Yeah, definitely. Starting with Burnley, yeah. Yeah, I think the clean sheet thing is uh, that's a must. I, I just I can't believe that we're about to head into February, and we haven't kept a clean sheet all season. I mean, it's just a it's just a wild statistic that just baffles me, really. Yeah, oh, it's, it's shocking, mate. It really is. And like I say, with the height, I've said before as well, we need to try and get this. Firstly, get clean sheets, look more tough to beat, but then also you know make the home form a fortress as well. So if we can do. If, if we can do at least one of those things, then I think we will start. If we can do both, then, yeah, we'll definitely have a better second half of the season. Yeah, absolutely. 
Absolutely. Um, stay with us, Pidge. I'm going to bring in Tom at Golden Pages. Hello, cool. Peter. I'll bring you in as well shortly. Uh, how are you, Tom? All good? Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, it's a uh, relief that it's Friday. To be it's, been a, it's been a long winter, but I started in my hand, and I'm actually, um, I'm actually doing a, a Ray uh, Ray Lewington illustration as we speak. So, uh, oh, yeah. The, yeah. So, uh, yeah. That's no, it's it'd, it'd be great to have it. Great to have him back. I think that's something that we've um, as Watford fans have been a bit kind of um, despondent, really, with the. Uh, the lack of Watford characters, if you like, that have come in under the Pozos. We've not really had, I mean, there was, um, uh, what's his name? Dean, uh, Dean Austin. That was it under Zola. Yeah. Um, but apart from that, there, there's sort of, there's a bit of a disconnect with the, the Watford of old, which, which didn't, didn't help things, but I think, uh, it'd be great to have Ray Lewinson back and yeah, similar to Pidge really having listened to, to Roy Hodgson's interview, it was quite quite refreshing. Really, it was quite realistic, but gave you some uh, optimism, I think. And yeah, I think as as you both said, the the priority's got to be clean sheets. And if he can do that, then uh, you know, allow us to keep a couple of clean sheets. Then that's going to be a massive, massive help because I think I can't, we can't be too far off of the the record. I think for consecutive Premier League. Games without a clean sheet, I think. So, would, you, uh, would you happen to know what that was, Tom, or or are you uh, guessing there? Because that'd be interesting to know, actually. I I, th- I think I read that it's it's thirty something. Um, oh God! So we're, we're we're close. I think I, I believe we're a handful of games off. But yeah, I don't know the, the exact figure. I hope that's something that we don't have to think about. And yeah, we can maybe we can out Burnley Burnley. Um, <laughs> <laughs> on Saturday, that's the hope, I think. Yeah, I, as I just said to Pidge, I, I, that game I was sort of dreading, but now I can't wait. I can't wait to go. I think you know, it's it's all the signs are quite positive so far. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm rather looking forward to it. Yeah, are you going? By the way, are you uh, swerving I'm, I'm, that one? I'm on the fence. I'll, I'll see if I can convince the missus to uh, to give me a pass on that. I've got got tickets for the Villa game uh, right. the week after, but right. uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. But yeah. It, it, it makes a you know a really unattractive fixture under Claudio something that that could be a really exciting galvanising game. Uh, yeah, it's completely. I, th- I feel as though the the vibes completely turned around in a matter of days from being sort of down and out. Speaking for me personally as well, I felt sort of quite despondent and quite down about it really. But then uh, you know Roy's come in with Ray and the interviews and stuff and. Yeah, maybe it's a, a sort of superficial thing, but I do feel far more optimistic than I did this time last week, put it like that. Yeah, well, I think that that swept through the majority of people. A lot of the social media posts and stuff are very, very positive towards Roy and Ray uh, already. So, you know, there's there's definitely a bit of feel good back. Um, if you listen to me and Carl talking on uh, PLTV the other day, I think we were both coming across a little bit negatively and a little bit kind of, uh, but even in, since we've done that, it's it, the, the mood has swung. I think it must be um, sort of the interview that he did last night and, and you know, some various other things I've seen elsewhere. I think now I'm quietly a little bit more confident that we can build rather than, I think if Claudio had stayed on, I think I might have been very, very yeah. unhappy in a couple of weeks' time sort of thing. So, And yeah, well, it's uh, one thing I'll, I'll, before I let everyone else speak, um, that, was, that was, my prediction came true, didn't it, on the, the half-season half, half season, um, 
podcast that you did. It did. I was one of the few that, that said that Claudio would go. Hopefully my other one that um my other prediction that we would go down doesn't come true, but yeah, yeah I did, did think it might happen. <laughs> <laughs> well well done, mate. Well done for predicting that. Uh, what did we say before the end of Feb, did we say? I think so, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, hello Pete. How are you, mate? All right? I'm all right, thank you very much. I said we'd go down, but he would survive past February. So, you know, Tom's absolutely done me there, I'm afraid. <laughs> well, how are you, Pete? What do you think? Do you think the mood has improved a little bit uh, in the last couple of days? I I think the mood has certainly picked up from the initial reaction, which is, you know, bringing somebody else in uh, because because all the, pre, you know, the pre-appointment talk was, can we use this as an opportunity to set a new model can we kind of look long term and of course I suppose looking back on it that was a bit naive because we've still got half a season to go and so it's obvious that the Potsos are going to try and do their absolute level best to stay up therefore making a short-term appointment then allows them to make a long-term appointment in the summer whether we're in the championship or whether we're in the premiership I think the one that they've gone for the short term is as good as we could possibly hope for you know, kind of uh, joke, jokes about going from uh, you know, kind of what one somewhat old coach to another. I think mm-hmm. we've we've on this occasion it feels it feels better. I thought Ranieri made sense, but if you look at when he failed, he failed to be able to take a team from the bottom of the table and fight against a relegation battle in in, in Fulham. Ranieri also had thirteen hundred and fifty odd games, etc. So he had lots of success in that time. But he never he what he was always the person who would take a kind of a an upper mid table team to second or third and once he did it obviously to, to the top team. Yeah. With with Hodgson, we've got his experience of having gone in and made a really great escape at Fulham and also done the same thing at West Brom when he went there as well. So he knows about a relegation battle, he knows what it takes, yeah. and he's incredibly methodical. Um I actually I actually met him. Um, back in 1996, during during the Euro '96 tournament, I was at a coaching symposium in all the glamour of the the National Hockey Stadium in Milton Keynes. He was he he came across and was doing like presenting and stuff. And he, would he have been the Switzerland manager then? No, he wasn't. He'd left Switzerland. He was the Inter Milan manager at the time, and so right. he came across and and was all adorned in Inter Milan stuff. And we were all kind of you know he was. Um, he was the Switzerland manager during the 94 World Cup. That's when he really made his kind of name in, in the UK for, for being kind of known. He got the Inter Milan gig. And if, if there's one thing I can say, I mean, that was 26 years ago. He seemed about 74 then. So the fact that <laughs> the, the fact that he's 74 now will make no material difference whatsoever. He was He was, you know, straightforward, methodical, to the point of being... You know, he the one thing if you listen to any of his players, they'll say he will drill them, they will know what their position is, they will know how to defend and they will know what their task is in any position. And if there's one thing you could accuse us of all season under both Cisco and under Ranieri is the, the you know, from a defensive point of view, us not having the organisation. That won't be the case with Roy. So I think, uh, you know, long answer to your question. I think they've done a, a, a good appointment and fingers crossed and I've really been impressed with him on his interviews. I think he's tremendous. Yeah, I agree with that. Before I bring in Ian, by the way, good evening, Carl. I've seen you Burgess George Bonjour. as well. How are yes, you? Yes, very well, all very right? well. You're How right? are we all? Yeah, very good, mate. Very good. Uh, before I bring in Ian, um, if anybody else wants to speak, just request at the bottom and uh, I'll bring you in. Um, good evening, Ian. How are you? 
Good evening, Justin. Good evening, everyone. Yes, I'm I'm not too bad. Thank you. Sitting in the salubrious sur surroundings of an Audi car park. Oh um, well. <laughs> is is, is that is that a dealership or a supermarket? Yeah. <laughs> yes, is that uh, Audi or Audi? Oh, um, okay, <laughs> all right, fair enough. <laughs> Um, what do you um, think of the fact yeah, like Ian, that he's been else, in introduced as a manager rather than a head coach? Do you think that is a big difference, significant in any way? Or Yeah, I, I think it is because it's the first manager that Pozzo's have revealed under that banner, as far as I'm aware. Um, uh, I'm, I'm sure I, I could be wrong, but I, I think he's the first one who's been announced as a manager as opposed to a head coach. And I think that's a big... Um, a big step change for us. It might say to the players more so, you know, who's in charge and who they need to listen to. Um, and a bit like um, did everybody else's comments that I've heard, I'm really sort of quite in, enthused um, see, seeing the um, uh, the interview that he's done and the other bits that he's done with Sky. Um, his first training session I thought was brilliant when he advised the goalkeepers that they can make a save, which will... Um, go a long way to helping as well um <laughs> yeah so 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 yeah i i, I I'm, I'm really feeling quite um in in, in more of a a better place this week Let, let's put it that way and i think that having ray as part of the the backroom team who 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 knows the club inside out obviously he's been been a manager and whatever i, I think um was it peter on the after um ranieri went said about nigel gibbs coming in well we haven't got nigel gibbs but at least we've got somebody who knows the club and more mm. importantly, knows the fans, I think, as as well, and, and our expectations. So, um, yeah, I'm uh, uh, really well. I'm, I'm really looking forward to the Burnley game now, and I'm not going, but I'm um, uh, a bit like um, uh, I'm not quite sure who it was that said it, but I'm I'm also on the fence, and I also need to have that conversation at home to see if I can get a pass. So um, <laughs> that was uh, Tom. I, yeah, I, that was I, Tom. I, I'm looking. Uh, yeah, Tom, yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm also looking to uh, to be to be, be dri driving up the M1 and the M6 a week on Saturday. Brilliant stuff, absolutely fantastic. Um, right, Carlos. Um, if any, by the way, before Carl speaks, if anybody else wants to join in, just press request, and I'll try and bring you in. Um, that all you've got to do is press request. I, I'll notice that you've requested to speak. I'll bring you in. Come on in, Carlos. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. Yourself? You well? Yeah. Well, yeah, sort of. Uh, I'm a bit achy, but you know, oh, yeah. we'll, talk, we'll talk about that another time. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Roy and Ray. Yes. Yeah. Good appointment, mate. I'm. 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 Um, I'm actually over the moon about it. I've got to be honest. It's it's looking good for us. Um, I, I think the uh, the interview he did the other day for me um, made him stand out a little bit more than than previous managers. I know we've had a few. But, yes. Just but uh, well, yeah, I don't want to call them managers, actually, whatever they are before. Head coaches, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And just, just that just that in itself, I think, um, is, is a big improvement for me. Brilliant. So, uh, have you got a ticket for Burnley, by the way? Were you? No, mate. I, I listen on many things, but... Um, you know, I'm I'm not going up that far up north. It's um it's it's a bit it's a bit horrible up there. Is it? How we got no Burnley fans listening? Because um, yeah, no, they know. Might... Even they know. Even Burnley <laughs> fans know how horrible it is up there. It's a, it's a dreadful place. I wouldn't I wouldn't go there. I wouldn't go there unless I unless I unless I had to. So you've been sacked from the Burnley tourist board, then I take it. You're um... yeah. I, I've been to two places in Burnley. One was the cricket club. Excellent pies. 
good good cheap beer. Uh, the other is the football ground next door, and that was enough. So I think you, I think if <laughs> if there's another reason to avoid going to Burnley, as uh, if Burnley needs another reason not to go there, is going to be the fact that that Roy at, at the formerly mentioned West Brom and Fulham, he took about I think it was one he took about eight games, and the other he took about ten games to get a win. It does take a little bit of time, and he's spoken about this on his interviews to get all of the team to buy into what he's wanting to do, to get them to really understand it. We know, I know, I get that, I get that completely. But I'm just saying, in 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 reference to Burnley, it might not be the first game. Might not imagine that we're going to see a turnaround straight away. And I get that. But what we are going to have to do is certainly in the first, you know, few games though, is be patient because his methodology can take a bit of time. That's all I'm saying. So what is his methodology then? What is it that might take time? Winning How's football, he got winning football matches. Got, huh? Winning football matches. Well, yeah, that needs to be the first methodology, I would suggest. But what, what marks his out from... Organisation. Yeah, organisation, 100%. Yeah, 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 100%. I think that's, that's, that's the big thing. Do. That's what he'll do. Organise the team first and then start working on the attacking side like he did. Sorry to swear at Palace. Oh, OK, that's all right. Go on. Politics, okay, we can we can accept that. Yeah, he, I think that's what his philosophy will be. Basically, what he, tries to do, what he tries to do is put his team into what's called functional practices, which is basically like like an attack versus defence. It's a recreation of the game that you're playing. So in this position, this is what you do. In this position, this is where you are. This is where you do. And it's, it's not the most um, lively kind of practice, but as you go through and do it, it kind of gives you a picture as to what they should all be doing. But it can take a while for him to, to, to put it across. I'm just pointing to his track record and his own comment about it. Uh, I just think we need to be patient in the first in the first games as he's getting in as he's getting himself sped in. It just takes time. Okay. Um, if anybody else wants to say anything, hit the request button. Wendover on. I've seen you want to, want to speak. Um, you, you're through. Hello there. How you doing? Very well, you? thank you. Very well. Good. Good. I was just. It's, 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 uh, I uh, engaged with uh, Peter the other day. It's Greg uh, on on the uh, on the. Hello, uh, sir. Hello. How are you? I'm. I'm much better than I was last yeah. Friday night. Definitely. One thing <laughs> I'd like to say, and dare I say it? Dare I say it? But when we heard Ray's interview last night, could anybody hear a little bit of GT in some of the things he was saying? I'm punching the air personally. Yes, you think so? It's, yeah. It's well as close to as close to GT as anybody else could be. I mean, the guy spoke eloquently. He speaks. Uh, I mean, he speaks. I think five languages pretty fluently, and he, he speaks another couple. He, as he describes it, football talk. You know, he he's got a certain statesmanlikeness about him. He has been there. He has done it, um, and he's got those. I, I think a lot of what he said. And it's not for me to judge here, but, uh, you know, Greg seems to have kind of seen the same thing. He talked about a lot about values. It was all about common sense. It was talking about human beings and dealing with them there and not being not being robotic, but also saying that the game comes down to, you know, your point there, um, Justin, comes down to getting points now. And that's what we've got to do. There was there was no flannel. There was no spin. There was no. Uh, glorious journalist speak. In fact, he actually called out Michael Kern, which was wonderful on all its for saying, well, that's the kind of question that a journalist will ask. And to be honest, it's nonsense. Like, oh, happy day. I'll have that all day. He's a, he's a solid, died-in-the-wall football man. 
um, w- let's face it, we're either going to stay up or we're going to go down. It's going to be binary. But if if you gave anybody an option, uh, you know, after seeing that interview and saying, do you feel in safe in safer hands than you did beforehand? You'd say absolutely yes. It was very similar to when, I mean, I was lucky enough to go and um, meet with uh, Nigel Pearson when he first came in. And I kind of reported back on Facebook to, to people on the Hornet's Nest and other groups just saying, look, this is what he came out and said. It, it filled you with exactly the same level of confidence. He's not got a magic wand. He's not going to do everything overnight. But, w- you know, would you put him in track? You know, would you entrust him with something that you emotionally hold dear, like what for football club? Bloody hell, yes. Yeah, I agree. I mean, as I say, when I first heard the rumours uh, of it being Roy Hodgson, I was like, oh, no, no. But who you're t- right. Who told you, that, who told you the rumours, Justin? That would have been you, Carlos, uh, probably the day before, actually, yeah, I think. Actually. I was busy Not trying to know, get on so Betfair. You know. Yeah, I was trying to get on Betfair, yeah. but unfortunately, the market closed. But I was like, oh, my God, yeah, there, because well, I think uh, the rumours... Well, it, was, it was interesting, chaps, that it was Luke Dowling that was the link man. Yes, it was. Yeah, and I, I, I saw Luke. I, uh, I sit near the hospital, near, near the director's area, and Luke Dowling was there at the dreaded Norwich game. So uh, he he witnessed everything that we saw. Greg, you had a photograph with Roy. Was that at the Norwich game, or was that no? The photograph with, with Roy was when he was scouting Troy back in his England days. So. Uh, that picture was taken a few years ago, ah, which you, ah. you can probably see from the, 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 from the picture the, of Roy. The, 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 well, yeah, and you can probably see by the the lack of the grey hairs on my head. I wasn't even um, going to mention it. But the um, no, the the the, uh, the the upper GT wasn't so developed at that stage. Yeah. But, you know, the, the other thing I picked up in the Roy interview, he said things like treating players with respect as you'd wish to be treated yourself. What that yep. that had GT all over it, you know, GT all over it, and 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 he said things like, you know, you can't score a goal if you don't shoot a goal. Well, again, <laughs> another, another yeah. thing GT would say. Absolutely, um, absolutely. Common sense back to. I think it'll be a four-four-two. Get back to basics and let's defend and, properly. And you know, you know, it's written in the stars that uh, Roy's going to do an absolute tremendous job. Based on the on the on his previous uh, antics with Crystal Palace, Harry the Hornet, and all that, and he was a little bit of a villain for that at the end of it. But Agreed. we're 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 all going to love him, aren't we? I just got I've just got a funny feeling we're all going to love Roy Hodgson at the end of this. Yeah, I, I, I'm really positive he's going to do it. You know, I've I've been watching YouTube and um and, and, and who had a show on a well, a program on about his career and how he started and. You know, in Swedish football, and he—he's he, a coach. He's a coach. He's a tracksuit coach. Um, he'll, he'll get them organised. He'll definitely get them organised. Well, I love the bit right. when he, I loved the bit when he turned around and said the surprise on Ken Semmer's face when a coach turned around to him <laughs> and started <laughs> talking to him in Swedish. I mean, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. nobody talks Swedish. It's like Dutch in <laughs> yeah, terms yeah. of only, only the Swedes and the Dutch speak those languages. And he, uh, he you know, he does it. Uh, and I've seen him talk it on YouTube, and it's it yeah. looks very odd, but it's brilliant. Yeah. Well, 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 the only word I know is IKEA. Yes, <laughs> yes, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and Volvo. Volvo, yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. That's, that's all you need in this country is Swedish, really. To be honest, that's yeah. is that where they get the flat pack four. 
<laughs> oh, oh I love what he's done you there. I love what he's done I there. am bringing tumbleweeds to Twitter. You certainly are. You certainly are. Thank you, Greg, for that. Keep um, up the good work, Jabs. Cheers. Oh, Cheers, mate. Oh, Take thank care. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Omar, good evening to you. Hello, Omar. Good evening there. How are you? All USA, right. USA, <laughs> USA. Have you just got out of bed? No, 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 no. I've been up for hours. I've been up for hours over here. So um, I just wanted to say, and thanks for doing this. I just wanted to say, Roy Hodgson is obviously a steady pair of hands. Great football mind, well-respected across the world. Guy's managed in, you know, goodness knows, 15, 16 countries or whatever it is. And he's got a great pedigree. I, I think what you've got here now is someone like Roy, is someone's going to get, as you said, Go back to the bread and butter fundamentals. Somebody who is someone who's going to uh, really get on the players and be with the players and get into it with the players. Whereas others who have kind of stood off to the side, as we've seen in the last few years, some of the managers we've had. Um, I have every confidence it's going to stay up. And I had doubts too. You know, I had real doubts um, when I first heard about him being appointed. But I cannot think of a manager who would be more correct for this time and this place and this moment for us than Roy, actually. And uh, the, the person that really brought me on board was Ray Lewington. I really was I really was buying what they were selling when it comes in. And then finally, um, those sure. training videos really were the difference for me, too. Really refreshing to see Roy, uh, you know, telling the players, telling them what to do, telling them what's right. That is the kind of thing I think these players need. I only hope that we have more leaders on the pitch besides one or two. That's my only concern, but I think that we are going to be well and truly safe here. Thanks for the opportunity. Pleasure. Lovely to have you on, Omar. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think, Omar, in the past, you, 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 or certainly at the beginning of the season, I think you said 11th was probably I, where you I, thought I, we I might finish. Yeah, yeah, I know that seems wildly optimistic, but I... I'm going to still stand by that. I'm not going to shrink. No, that, that, no, that, uh, let's, let's call Justin out here. You are in a glass house and you are throwing stones around because you and Carl. 61 what points, you're going to say. Yeah, <laughs> I know what you yeah. want to say. And I, I'm sticking by it. 61 points. We're going to Europe. Is that achievable still? <laughs> is that still achievable? I don't think it is, is it? No, it's Probably. not. Not a chance now, but I've got, I've got to stick by it, mate. No, I, can't, I can't back down now. Omar's on. I'm not, I can't back down now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lovely to hear from you, Omar. Omar, do, Omar, can you do me a favour? If we do get sixty-one points, yeah, can I win the next giveaway? You got it. You do. Yeah, that's corrupted, yeah. isn't it? Hey, yeah, you're on. I deserve it then. <laughs> that's corruption. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's no good. Uh, excellent. Oh, we got another request in here. Who's this? This is Ed. Uh, I'm going to bring you in, Ed. If everybody else wants to join in, just hit the request button and uh, I will bring you in. I don't know if I'll let you in there, Ed. Did I? Just a second. Sorry. Fat fingers. Yeah, you might. You should be in, Ed, I think. Hello. Hello, Ed. You there? Hello, You're through. Hey, can you hear me? We can, mate. Far away. Yes, mate. Doing? You're through, yeah. Good stuff. Very good. Yourself? Um, yeah, not bad. Not bad. I thought... Uh... Given that we've just had a West Coaster on with Omar, I thought the East Coast USA has to uh, has to chip in. Um, I wish I shared his uh, optimism. Where are you from? Um, then? I, I'm I'm in Tampa, Florida. Okay. Oh yeah, we spoke before, I think, haven't we? We we, we did. Yeah, I think I shared some equally yes. pessimistic stuff last time. But uh, yeah, <laughs> go for it. Ba- think, balance us out. 
<laughs> I, I think, you know, the, what we've seen on our delightful social media crew at Watford FC is very warm and fuzzy and, and nice with, with the Roy Hodgson and Ray Lewington um, situation. I, I think it, it on the face of it, it looks good. Um, the, the things he's saying... Um, are the things you want to be hearing, but let's let's just get back to reality for a quick second. We have done nothing um, to, to improve the clear gaps in our squad. Um, that that the, the errors that we have consistently shown this season, the amount of goals that have been conceded through individual mistakes. I've said it before. The squad, it, it's it's just not good enough. Um, the, the depth of the squad, particularly in the key areas of defence and goalkeeper that have been evident for years now, uh, at, at least three seasons. So I just don't think, no matter who the manager is, I, I don't know what tune they're going to get out of this lot. And then, you know, you, you combine that with uh, the lack of positivity that seems to be evidenced by some of these players, some of these players that really don't seem to care very much. Um, yeah, it will be interesting to see, and I really hope I'm proved wrong by by uh, by this team. Um, and I hope Roy can can make a change and make it quick. But I'm not confident. One thing I would say about the defence is I know we were in the championship last season, but our defence was one of the best in the country. Um, so. It's obvious it's not a Premier League defence, but um, I thought last year they acquitted themselves quite well. Go on, Pete. No, there was. I, I, think, I, I, I go on, Nate. Carry on. For me, because you're absolutely right, we looked brilliant last year. Daniel Backman looked, on the face of it, brilliant last year. But I think that's just sort of sheer naivety on on everyone's part. You know, calling for. For Backman in, in lieu of Foster, you know, I was guilty for that. But the reality is... Uh, we were is, too. We were as well. It, it, exactly. And and the reality is you, you actually put them in front of uh, anything that's actually half decent um, and and problems start to unfold. Um, and, and and then there's this, the, the, this case of individual errors. Like, I can't <laughs> think of a single goal we've conceded this year with the exception of Aston Villa at home on day one, mm-hmm. um, I think it was uh, their second goal. Yep. It's the only good goal that we've conceded. I- I'd love to be told otherwise because I'm... That's your territory, Pete. Oh, you mate. Ed, you are, you are preaching to the converted there, mate. I'm, I'm he's, uh, he's your I spot did, on, yeah, <laughs> essentially. I did, I did on, 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 on New Orleans TV... Um, we did a, a a a boot room thing where we look at and we look at the tactics, etc. And after the Newcastle game, we thought let's go let's go a different route because it's like Groundhog Day. We see it all the time. It, it, yep. you know, whether whether we press up or whether we you know, press high or whether we drop deep and what have you, it comes down to these individual errors, and we chalk through all of those. And if you look at the number of them and apportion them out. Um, and, and I was looking at ones that only involved one or two, and a lot of them actually involved, you know, almost the entire team. Yep. The, the 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 cure for that, and I agree with you in terms of the goalkeeper. And we've been we've we've had a problem with a goalkeeper who won't come for crosses in front, you know, and in front of him, two centre backs that are frightened of a you know kind of a white moving object. So it's kind of that that's that's kind of bred bred fear into itself. The thing that I 
think about and I appreciate exactly what you're saying about the social media, you know, happy, clappy kind of, uh, you know, that's what they're there to put out. They'll, they'll put out the positive stuff. But the fundamental thing about Roy, and this comes down to a question of have we given him enough time here? Um, is that he will get the basics where it will be all of the outputs that we put out about those individual mistakes were stop the crosses, get the get two midfielders sitting in front of that back four because the reason the Arsenal back four looked so tremendous into their thirties was because they had Petit and Vieira if you remember those sitting in front of them. It's you know if you get Kante sitting in front and screening yeah. a, a centre back, you, it'll help. If you get a goalkeeper who'll come and take crosses, it'll take weight off of them. One of the interviews this week was with Breda Hangeland, who was the I think he was Norwegian. Um, centre-back at Fulham, and he said, his quote, not, not anybody else's, because he was linked with Liverpool and all sorts of places um, at that point, and he said, being a centre-back in a Roy Hodgson team makes you look a good player. And I was playing alongside Chris Baird, and anybody who remembers Chris Baird coming oh, he to Watford, for Watford didn't he, he? Didn't, God, he was terrible. He didn't pull up trees. But if, you put, if you're put into a position where the team, and I mean the team in front of you, are there to protect you in the first instance and to stop that, he can come in and do something. It's a question of time. The, 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 the similarities between 1920 and now 2122 are amazing. You have a young coach, you know, you have a coach who is fired after a small number of games. You bring in a mature coach who seems to not do anything materially. And then you bring in a British coach. In Pearson's case, he did make an impact. And obviously we know, you know, with COVID and Operation Restart, it all went for a ball of chalk. We just got to hope that Roy Hodgson has got enough time to come in and do those basics. And we've also got to hope that the manager title that he's got might mean that we might be able to bring somebody in. Because about papering over the cracks in the squad, Ed, I could not agree with you more. And I'd really try. Well, there you go, Ed. Does that answer your question? Just yeah. agrees with him. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. I, yeah. I think... I think just, you're just agree. On. Yeah. 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 The midfield yeah. situation is, it, it is scary. Um, and, and, you know, it, it, it does. I think we lost you, Ed. You still there? Um, and, and perhaps hey. wrong. I think, I think we've lost we you there, Ed. Just lost you, Ed. Sorry, mate. Well done. I love, the, love yeah. the balance. Absolutely. Absolutely. I hadn't really thought about that. We're all very uh, engrossed in the uh, the whole n- new manager thing. But, of course, yes, we are. We do still have the same players, of course. Um, so, <laughs> Small problem. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you're right. You're right to uh, exercise caution in our... Um, Unusual optimism, I would say. Uh, well, certainly, me and Carl being optimistic, it's uh, it's quite a rare day. So uh, make the yeah, most of this because the next one might be a bit more downbeat. You never. Yeah, know. Well, I mean, it's not going to happen for very for long, is it? Let's let's be completely honest with each other. <laughs> Enjoy it while it's here. Yeah, get it yeah. get it while we can, basically. Yeah, cherish this. Yeah, cherish, cherish this. Cherish this moment. <laughs> right well look if anybody else wants to speak now is the time um otherwise i'm going to call time on this don't forget to subscribe to our podcast please um you can do that by going to our bio on twitter there's uh, a link there and it shows you all our podcasts etc so that'd be great if you could do that if you can give money to um rich stevens inside the orange podcast he's walking from leicester uh, the King Power Stadium to Vicarage Road in May. He's started a GoFundMe, um, the details of which are on our Twitter and also in our latest podcast as well. 
so if you do have a, a spare few pennies you want to give to Rich, that would be amazing. Um, it's all for a very good cause. It's all for autism charities. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll be back soon, I think. Um, so uh, we have got another podcast coming out soon once Carl's finished editing it. How are you getting on with that, by the way, mate? All um, good? Yeah, that's that's going amazingly well, mate. Amazingly well. Um, Is it? No, it's yeah. not. No, it's awful. It's awful. <laughs> Fair enough. It's done anyway, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Peter, have you got anything coming out this week? Well, yeah, yeah. We have, um, as as luck would have it, and it was luck and not planning at all, um, and you know well, fully, Justin, because you're my first guest on a new show that's going to be coming out on Nuance TV. Oh, yes. Where where we look at, um, you know, and this is the gift that keeps giving, obviously, at Watford, when we go back and say, we're looking at previous managers. I mean, how many of them are there in the last 10 10 years? A mine, a minefield, or a gold mine, I would say. Exactly. And we, we chose to start at Justin's request at Ray Lewington. And we, we did the uh, we did the, the presentation. So there'll, there'll be match footage. There'll be us talking nonsense per normal um, and, and other bits and bobs around Ray. And what we're going to do is basically build up a picture of managers and people's memories of the managers. So if anybody on here wants to come on as a guest or has a memory of a particular manager they'd like to come on and, and talk nonsense about, and I really do mean nonsense. This is Yuan's TV. It's the quality home of nonsense for Watford. Then give us a shout and uh, and come on, and we'll kind of build up a big picture over a few seasons. It'd be great. Amazing, nice one. Right, thank you everybody for listening. Carl, have you got any final thoughts or anything? Or come on, Yuan. Yeah, that's a good one. That's always a good final thought. To have. <laughs> if nothing right, else excellent. will get us through, drunken enthusiasm will get us there. Oh, it's a bit early. Why well, it's Friday? I suppose yeah, nearly six o'clock. Yes. <laughs> still time yeah all right mate excellent all right well thank you for listening everybody gonna sign off now we'll catch you on the next uh space that we do and on our podcast see you later on ta-da chisel Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.